Do you want to live freely and lightly in your purpose and passion? More than ever, we need to learn to live in rhythms that help move us forward. Welcome to the Exhale Podcast. This is Holly Newton, founder of Exhale Women, and I am your host. Annalise Lillard, Annette Yanez, and Cassie Cooper are joining me again for Season 2. We need God's rhythms of grace to live in His strength. What He builds, He sustains. We can't do it without Him. We are talking about the word purpose here in Season 2, and we have incredible guests joining us to share inspiration, wisdom, encouragement, and practical advice. I'm your host, Holly Newton, and welcome to the Exhale Podcast. Welcome to Season 2. This season's topic is the word purpose. God has a plan for your life to impact the world around you. The definition of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. This season, you will hear testimonies and teachings around this idea. Today, the Exhale podcast team will be sharing their thoughts around purpose. But first, I want to start off with callings and destinies are interesting. What we do should be an expression of who God created us to be. And in order for something to get all of you, it requires all of you. Hebrews 12, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know, sometimes we have to let go of certainty and become friends with uncertainty. And what do we do when this takes place? I'm certain many of us are wondering what's next for our own lives, especially after 2020. Whether it's an external process or an internal process, God wants us to shake off what holds, holds us back to step into the new that he has for us. Looking to Jesus is and will remain the point of this whole process. As we run the race, it is he who we run to, and it is he who we run for. And you know what? There will always be a battle of some degree that comes against you, your identity, and your purpose, but you don't have to live defeated. Let me give you an example this morning before we hear from the team. Matthew 11 opens with Jesus teaching about the kingdom, and John the Baptist was in prison. He was put there by Herod, and as he sat there in prison, he began to doubt if Jesus was the Messiah, and he doubted his own purpose to prepare people for the coming Messiah. If anyone knew their purpose in the Bible, John the Baptist knew his purpose, but he was sitting there in prison, and as he sat there, doubts creeped into his heart, into his mind. His circumstances did not match up to what he knew his purpose was. John John Baptist sent his disciples to Jesus to ask him, are you really the Messiah? And in verse four, we see that Jesus answered John's doubts by pointing to all of the acts of healing the blind, lame, deaf, curing lepers, raising the dead, preaching the good news to the poor. There was so much evidence. Jesus' identity was obvious. You know, doubt can tempt us to distance ourselves from God. But he says, come closer to me 
and will actually be blessed when we do. Matthew eleven six says, blessed is the man who does not fall away on account of me. Jesus not only pointed to miracles to prove who he was, he also turned to the crowd and he confirmed John's identity. He confirmed who John was and his purpose to others. Which brings me to the point, we don't have to prove ourselves to others. We don't have to strive to prove our identity to anyone. You know, hearing God may require us to change the way we live. It may require us to change our perspective. Matthew eleven twenty five 25 asks, are you wise in your own eyes or do you seek truth and childlike faith? Revelations of God are found when we seek him with childlike faith. To know God means more than knowledge. Knowing God comes from an intimate relationship with him. John doubted his purpose, and Jesus confirmed his identity. And so I'm opening with that this season because there will be many things that come against us, that come against our callings, our destinies, our purposes. And we have to, um, we really have to get and spend time with the Lord so that we block out the lies. We block out even what looks externally to be like, this is not working out like I thought it should and just pursue Jesus because he is the author and finisher of our faith. There is nothing that can come against his purposes and plans for your life. Nothing is strong, stronger than him. And I think if we can grab hold of that truth, then what's happening around us that won't shake us that we can truly pursue the purposes and plans of God and trust that even though it may not look like we thought it should yet that he's working it out. So that's the opening for this season. And I want to turn the mic over to my co-host Annette and Elise and Cassie, but first we're going to start with Annette. Hey, Annette. Hey everyone. Um, I'm, Really excited for season two. I think that um, God continues to kind of speak personally in all of us and as a team uh, to where then we can just open up and share out of out of those moments. And as we were preparing for this topic of purpose, I just kept feeling... Um, just at first, the sense of like, oh, I don't want to talk about purpose. Purpose is something hard to grasp. Um, sometimes I feel like through the years, it's just gotten to where, you know, everyone wants a purpose and a calling and what's our dream. And there's this kind of this pressure around it. And if, are we fulfilling it? Are we making it? But I think that, um, I think that's because we kind of, or not we, but I just kind of feel like there's maybe even just for myself in my own life where it just feels like purpose has to equal career or purpose has to equal success. Mm -hmm. And I think that some of the things um, actually in, you know, the 2020 and in finding um, stillness and surrender and uh, just kind of releasing and letting go of every um, perspective that I had before I think that's also where I see that purpose really is this purpose of the person of Jesus. And as we get to know him and as we're in this, in this purpose of 
who he is for us and knowing him, we're going to live out this purpose, the secondary kind of idea of purpose or calling or dreams to others, right? But it's not about success or striving. And I think that for me, many times, that's what it was about. It was, I think I was trying to make my purpose, my calling into what am I doing? Um, and so there was, there was a time when I just, I was working out with these women and I was um, hearing them talk and looking to the trainer, also kind of like trainer slash counselor. And I thought, oh my goodness, this is a great place to do my purpose. You know, if I feel um, a nudge to share the gospel, to, to maybe even help others along their way, teach a little. Um, so I thought, why not be a coach? I love fitness. I loved um, I loved it. And so I thought, perfect. This is probably what God wants me to do. This is how I'm going to fulfill it. And it was great. I loved it. I loved the training. I loved starting it. Um, but just something about it was not satisfying. And it just was, then I found myself in the striving versus that complete trust and that complete rest of God's going to fulfill it. And in Second Corinthians three five six, and actually one conversation that I had with Holly a couple years ago, uh, she brought this, and it says, "It is not that we are competent in ourselves to claim anything as coming from ourselves, but our adequacy is from God. He has made us competent to be ministers of a new covenant." And that really spoke to me because I realized I was kind of doing that. Um, I can be self made. I will be this trainer. I will do these things to fulfill what God's put in me, right? And he, we have these slants. We have our own natural tendencies. We have gifts. We have talents. But really, that's in him, and he brings it out and where he wants to bring it out. So I really think that when we talk about purpose, and I believe that as we go through the season, we'll see that purpose really does not equate career or what we strive for, but it really means our purpose is in him, finding ourselves first in the person of Jesus. And then that's going to uh, seep out of us every day. And next thing you know, you're going to look back and be like, oh, look at all that. All of that, that was my purpose. Then I can see, but um, I think it's just being present and it's always in surrender. And I think gratitude is a big thing. As we live in gratitude, that means we're living in him and he'll direct us. That's so good. I love that. And you know what you said, finding ourselves in the person of Jesus and being present with him, that that is so key to living out our calling and destiny and purpose. So thank you for that, Annette. Those are great words and um, great reminders. And I know we're going to be talking more about that this season. Yeah. So good. Annalise is up next. And Looking forward to hearing what you have to say today. All right. Hi, y'all. Um, man, and I really felt that when you said at the beginning, like, oh, purpose. That's a chunky word. It's daunting. It is. Um, I call it an onion word. It's one of those things that will evoke a reaction. People either love it or hate it. And it's very layered. <laughs> um, so you share such good revelation there. Um, and I a thousand percent agree. I was mulling over 
what my thoughts were around the topic of purpose last night with my husband and he probably felt like he was on a carousel ride because I just like I had to go through an emotional process with what man what do I think about purpose um it yeah it was a journey to say the least uh I will have to hop on that and say that I realized that I and I've been on this journey of realizing that I've equated purpose to gift, um, giftings in our life. And you don't see that until um, setback after setback or curveball after curveball. And exactly like you were talking about um, in the beginning, Holly, um, in Matthew 11, was it? Yeah, with John the Baptist doubting, being locked away in prison. Um, so in my realization of wrongfully equating purpose to gift, I, I look back on varying seasons of my life and I, I really, truly, this is part of the carousel ride I went on last night. Um, I look back on like the last five years, I want to say, and go, well, I don't know. I haven't had time to think about my purpose. <laughs> and and as I uh, arrived to that, realizing, of course, first and foremost, that our purpose is in Him, is in Christ the Lord, and communing with the Lord, bringing glory to the Lord, and also um, bringing death back into life by sharing the good news of Jesus. Um, I heard Christine Kane say on a message earlier today, a gift does not break chains, only anointing breaks yokes and chains. And anointing only happens in obscurity and the hidden place. And so I reflect back on those seasons of my life where I feel like, oh man, I missed it. I missed my purpose. Um, I look back on the seasons of strife and I had no idea how weighty purpose felt for me these last five years because it has been curveball after curveball and feeling like I'm just missing it left and right and recognizing that I have one purpose here <laughs> and it is unto the Lord and giftings are certainly not to be undermined. Um, they're a divine integration, I believe, into purpose. Absolutely. It's the thing that sets us apart and, and um, just the unique way that God works through that. Um, but I thought that was so good. Anointing comes in obscurity, in the hidden place. And in the hidden place, it's inevitable that you will commune with God there. It's in that place that we do. Um, we are offered intimacy and communing with God in a way that we wouldn't otherwise. Um, and bringing us back to the true raw place of purpose, which is just like when he created Adam in the garden um, to have relationship with man. And then he created Eve to be with Adam. And it's so clear from the very get-go that we are created for God and to be with God. Um, and that every role that every person plays in this world, whether they forecasted it or not, uh, is paramount. It's paramount to the way the world operates and the way God has orchestrated all things together. So... I love that. That is so true. Just to be with God. And isn't that like the most important thing? You know, as we mature in the Lord, um, we learn 
that our framework and expectation is often so very opposite of what God is doing in our lives. And just in our human, you know, need to understand and and feel like we know what's going on in our world, um, too often we try to look at what's happening and say, oh, well, if it doesn't look like we thought it should, that must not be God. But as we mature, as we learn to hear his voice, I mean, a thousand percent in my life, (laughs) I would not have guessed I'd be doing what I do today where I am today. does not look like anything I thought my life would look in my 20s, my 30s, and even my 40s. But that's the beauty of Annalise, like you said, just to be with him when he created Adam, like he wants us to commune with him and to be with him. He's, he's not ordering us around like robots. And, you know, a scripture just came to my mind when you were talking, Annalise, and it's Exodus 9, 16, and where God is addressing purpose. He says, but I have raised you up for this very purpose that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. End of story. The rest of it is just stuff we get to do. And the curveballs you felt over the last five years, I have seen um, that God has made his power shown. And see, it's case in point how it often doesn't look like we think it should. But yet God is saying, you know, I have trained you up for this very purpose that he can show you his power and that his name would be proclaimed in all the earth through your life. And that goes for every single one of us. So thank you for sharing. That's awesome. Well, Cassie, your last but not least, and looking forward to what you have to say today. Well, thanks, Holly. And it's just so good to be back with everyone. And um, as we're headed into a brand new year and a brand new season of the Exhale podcast, um, I'm actually one of those people that I really do love the word purpose. Um, I, it's a word that the Lord gave me about 10 years ago that I've really been processing through. Um, so I'm really excited to just, you know, jump into this season with you all and, and unpack that a little bit more. So as I was thinking about this word purpose and just hearing each of you share, um, my, my thoughts surrounding the word, you know, obviously each of us is created with purpose. Um, you know, the Bible talks about how the Lord knew us when we were in, you know, our mother's womb and knew, you know, the days that were numbered for us and what he created us to do. But I was also thinking about how the word purpose also applies to experiences that we walk through, um, experiences that we walk through that have a purpose and even add to our purpose as individuals. Um, so the word that I had, you know, for our last season with talking about restoration was process. And I feel like that, you know, even applies here when we're talking about purpose, that there's process involved um, with discovering or understanding purpose. And I don't know, it got me thinking about this last year and looking back on, you know, everything that we've walked through and, you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty, and that, you know, we can use it as a pun now because we're in 2021. Um, but when we're on the other side of a season and we're looking back on it, it's so much easier to see what God was up to because we can see the fruit of that season. Um, you know, like the Bible talks about his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts in Isaiah 55. Um, 
and we're looking back on a season, it's easier to comprehend that because we're able to look back and see, you know, the pieces that we walk through, the pieces of our story that added to our purpose or the seasons we walk through and the purpose that came from those. But when we're looking forward or even right in the middle of a season, I think it's so much more difficult to imagine the good that God can bring. Um, which is why I love the message of Deuteronomy 31.8, where it talks about how God goes before us. So he's ahead of us in the journey, um, and he already has purpose planned out for a season that we're about to walk through. But he also goes with us as we walk it out. Um, so I was doing some reading the other day, and I came across Genesis 1-2, which hit me a little differently than it has in the past. And it says, the earth was formless and empty. And darkness covered the deep waters, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. And as I was reading that, I was just thinking about the fact that sometimes seasons of my life feel very formless and empty and just clouded, you know, where you can't see the next step. And I shared a little bit of my family story with uh, the team and with our listeners in the last season, but these last couple of years really have felt a bit like the beginning of Genesis 1-2, um, we lost my sister unexpectedly a couple of years ago. And that really started a season for me that felt confusing, formless, dark, heavy. There was so many unknowns. And just looking ahead into that season, I wasn't on the other side of it yet, um, and I'm, I'm still not. But looking ahead to that season, it just, I couldn't see, you know, the goodness of God. I couldn't see the purpose. All I could see was the darkness. Mm-hmm but the spirit of God was hovering over that season. And I think God saw the season. Um, He saw, he saw, we saw darkness looking into that season and he could see that too, but he wasn't taken back by it. He wasn't seeing the emptiness or the formlessness. He saw a canvas for purpose. And I think that's, really where that word process comes back in, because I don't know that I could even fully say, oh, looking back on it, you know, I see all the purpose that has come out of that season, but um, it's reminding me that God is working. And this goes back to when I said that I really felt like the Lord gave me the word purpose about 10 years ago. Um, And it was, um, it was a phrase and it was the phrase pain with a purpose. And that word really has shifted my perspective on the way that I view difficult situations and difficult seasons. It's no longer just pain or loss or heartache or struggle. It's an opportunity for the Lord to work or teach or move or create purpose out of seemingly nothing. And um, this word has really been a reminder for me of Romans 8, 28, which says that the Lord works all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. So my prayer then becomes, Lord, would you grow my love for you? Help me to see your view and your purpose for the season that I'm walking through. So all of that, I feel like has just kind of been the buildup to what I feel like the Lord has given me the word for this season of the Exhale podcast um, as we're talking about purpose. And that word is perspective. So it's the angle that we view something. So I was kind of thinking about how do you, I don't know, explain this word perspective in a way that's really going to stick. And I just had this kind of silly mental image, but go with me here. Um, So if we're looking at a couch, so if Annalise and I are sitting in a room and I am looking at the couch from the back of it and Annalise is looking at the couch from the front, 
I look and I just see a rectangle. I see a single shape, maybe harsh edges, and that's really all I can see because I'm looking at it from one side. Annalise is on the other side of the couch and she can see the full couch. She can see the cushions. She can see the places to sit, the places to rest your head, the place where people can gather. So I see from, from one side of it looking on the harsh edges, just the shape, but Annalise can see um, a place where memories come, a place of comfort, a place of rest, a place for quality time. So being on the other side of it and looking at a different perspective, she sees a more complete picture of what that shape can be used for. She sees a deeper purpose for what once was just seen as a shape. So I think sometimes seasons of our lives can look like a shape. It can seem useless, purposeless, harsh, inconvenient, painful, empty, you name it. But when we lean into the Lord and we allow him to work in and through us and we come to the other side of it and look back, we're able to see a deeper purpose um, in that shape. And so I think as we talk about purpose and and purpose for our own lives, um, I think we need to look at the experiences that the Lord has used to make up the purpose, to make up um, kind of what we're made of. Um, and the things that we've walked through that have pushed us closer to the Lord, that have given us empathy, that have taught us, that have humbled us, that have strengthened us, that have purified and refined us. Because um, that really, the Lord uses each of those different experiences, no matter how dark or formless or empty they may seem, or like Annalise was saying, obscure seasons that just feel quiet. The Lord is using those. And when we lean into him and say, okay, Lord, here I am, you know, use me. Um, and use these seasons for your purpose, I think that really tacks on to our greater purpose and what God has called us to do um, to minister to people and to love others well. So that is so good, Cassie. So good. And what what a beautiful illustration with the sofa. And I, I love how you said, you know, the the darkness um, is just a canvas. God doesn't doesn't see the darkness. He mm-hmm. sees it as a canvas for, for the beautiful brushstrokes of purpose. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've seen in my own life too, especially in this season and the things that I'm doing is along the way, especially the last, I would say seven or so years, there's been different opportunities that came my way in areas that I never would have sought out, but I stepped into them, trusted God, and he taught me things. And it all plays into even what I'm doing now, if that makes sense. It didn't make sense then. And and those individual circumstances felt like isolated circumstances, like they weren't really making sense. But I'm beginning to see them now. And even I can look back to, say, 20 years ago, because I'm the oldest one of the group. Let's just say it. (laughs) But even 20 years ago, things I was doing then that I thought, we're dead and gone. There's pieces that God is resurrecting and saying, now they make sense here. Um, And had I not done those things or gone through that training or gone through whatever it was in that season, I wouldn't have that background and I wouldn't have that perspective and how it is working out and what he's doing right now. So his ways are higher (laughs) And I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. Thank you all for really digging in and sharing. I, um, Cassie, I know you love this word, <laughs> but for most of us, the word is like a, whoa, let me sit back and think about this. And so thank you guys for digging in and opening up this season with your, 
with your personal thoughts and, and your personal stories. Um, and thank you for listening in. Um, we have a great lineup this season, and I hope you'll join us for the next episode. Remember, God has a plan and purpose for your life. It's significant. And we want to walk with you and cheer you on um, so that you can walk freely and fully and lightly, knowing you're not alone and knowing he is with you and for you. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to the show. We are here for you. You can find me super easy at Holly A. Newton on Instagram and Holly Newton Official on Facebook. I'd love to connect with you and hear how the show is encouraging you. And let's help others find the show so that they can also be encouraged in their purpose and passions. There's a couple of ways you can do that. One by subscribing and another is by rating and reviewing the show wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. And two, you can even screenshot, share in your stories, text it to your friends and family. And be sure to tag me at Holly A. Newton on the socials so we can connect.